Hello there again, and welcome to this episode of the Citizenry Show with me, your host Kugonza Munyaka. This episode five, and by the way, it gets to start us off season two. For our previous episodes, head on down below and listen in, and you can always leave a voice message so that your views can be heard too. On this episode, we get to talk about the Bobby Wine riots that covered almost the whole of last week. These riots spontaneously started when news of the arrest of presidential candidate Robert Chagrani spread. Like any other riot in Kampala, these two started from Kiseka Market in downtown Kampala. And this we can analyze on another day. Or better yet, we could pose this very question to our guest today on the Citizenry Show. And this is none other than Katende Simon Peter, an IT specialist. He makes his maiden appearance on the show. So, here's what we need to understand before I bring in our guest. Bobby Wine was arrested in Luruka on Tuesday as the arresting officers charged him with flaunting the Ministry of Health in the Electoral Commission campaign guidelines, which limit these campaigns to only 200 people in attendance. So, my guest today gets to dissect that, whether it's true or not. And he analyzes if this arrest of Bobby Wine was reason enough to start this uproar that started in downtown Kampala. But yet again, what, what's with this second market that riots always start up from there? Are they the most aggrieved citizens? So, to understand this, these riots show an indication of the plan B, the Forum for Democratic Change Party, FDC, has been promising us. Because a week before these riots, the FDC official Twitter page conducted a self-constructed survey. And these are more like open opinion polls on their account. Of, 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 uh, of the paid and don't mind more about the results of the polls though to spice this all up those who favored plan B were 88% of that poll but furthermore on the page they kept on saying plan B is coming soon so these well-coordinated droughts reek of Besage's plan B. We also saw we also saw excuse me, we also saw videos online of mob justice where grown up women fit to be mothers or even grandmothers were undressed because they wore yellow outfits in town. Even criminals 
use this chance to stage roadblocks and rob taxi passengers and private car owners some vandalized property in fact in some place we saw in the video the rioters dug up the tarmac road people were forced to chant NUP slogans like people power our power while holding a fist up in the air some posters of candidate Museveni were vandalized cars that were painted yellow with posters of an Arab candidates were destroyed too and these atrocities go on and on so my guest answers if he thinks this was justified considering the radicalism and criminal acts that we saw but yet again the constitution mandates the police and security forces to use reasonable force to suppress these riots or any other form of protest the question of if this force and the shooting of live bullets at rioters and innocents that were capturing these scenes is open up for interpretation because these shootings claimed over 50 lives and scores were injured the commander-in-chief of the armed forces president museveni who also doubles as an incumbent in these 2021 elections said that these riots were staged and masterminded by external or foreign forces that want Uganda destabilized. Because, yet again, there is a video circulating of a pickup truck full of car tires being unloaded on the street for the purpose of burning and blocking roads off but the other day the presidential hopeful Robert Chagulani denied that there is any foreign funding in his camp or in his bid for the presidency but yet again this very regime was funded by foreigners during their bush war I guess that's a thorn right there <laughs> and lastly we we get to analyze all this the fouls and um, the actions and the reactions so let's listen in to what Katena has to say ladies and gentlemen we are comment about the riots that happened in Uganda yeah this has been making a lot of news all over the world all over the world everyone is talking about what is happening to Uganda people have lost their lives let us first get back from the cause what caused all this I wasn't aware of what was happening because I was, was a bit resting. 
remember I wasn't on social media my TV was on but I didn't hear anything like breaking news anything of that sort I think it was intended the mainstream media was sabotaged on that very day because if it wasn't for social media I wouldn't have known that something was happening because I was far away I was a bit far from the city center first of all I'm going to focus on Kampala because I'm well conversant with Kampala because I spend most of my time around Kampala so what happened was I just received a call someone called me and was like something was happening in the city we couldn't move bullets all over tear gas so when I got to know I, I, I checked my social media I found the, the brutal arrest of the honorable member of parliament that is honorable Chagulani Sentam Robert also a presidential candidate so according to this scenario according to what the way it all started because I got what triggered the riots, the uncalled for situation in our country. It was quite unfortunate, but it was avoidable. Because when we look at the root cause, the security team seems not to have engaged before. Because if they had engaged before, I think we would have been seeing it like throwing warnings here and there, what and what, but they were just talking about it a little bit small. But the way the arrest attract, attracted attention, it would have been the same way. We would have had the warnings, the regular warnings, the guidelines. Because now, at least everyone has messed up. All the candidates have gathered people, including the president himself, because I've seen him having around seven people around him but outside the the, 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 the place where they, he arranges his meetings you find that people are gathering people are holding processions but for him he did it in a, a brighter way he thought he was sharp but no anyone any person with a sound mind could get it because now if you the same person you're preaching something then you have agents doing something against what you're preaching trust me people cannot understand it because what he did for him is stick to the guidelines but then he did it indirectly and got a particular group of people doing processions promoting the same candidate so I think that same way the other people thought since the, 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 the government has let it happen that way you're also free to do it actually they started doubting the existence of the pandemic in the country so I think that's the only way I, uh, the, the, the other candidates also continued doing the same mistake so let's come to the point the arrest would have been okay because any person if any person does something wrong it is okay to arrest that person 
when it happened before you talk about the ingredients of the arrest after happening this person has a big following and there those people do not have any weapon apart from expressing their anger in any way that could attract attention of the other group they think that is oppressing them so i expected all that after the arrest but the unfortunate part was the way the security organs came in the way the matter was handled people are rioting people not people had to express their feelings but the way the police that is trained to handle people was supposed to be a bit smarter i don't know if if the the, the, the government observes that when a policeman comes in to settle such a matter there are better ways of handling citizens just imagine you are targeting one person who is rioting who is doing something that you think is wrong and you end up hurting someone who is seated in their shop or any other business that was very bad and it was quite unfortunate because we saw people dying in some of the videos we saw people brutalized i don't know in my own analysis i think that wasn't the police the trained policeman cannot go beyond that the, the, the standards because now they have a little bit of know, a little bit of it's called code of contact the way a person fires bullets into the public of course i just got to know that it was the army even those so called policemen that were firing bullets couldn't have been, like there's no way you can believe that they were policemen if they are policemen of course they deserve a refresher course people died people lost lives i know the people that coordinated these riots had a target which anyone can see it. because now remember you're competing with someone has been in power for over 35 they entered the office through a civil war to something difficult it was a through an election so if you are tactical enough you have to think otherwise not only looking at the elections but you have to find other ways of weakening your competitor so i think the coordinators felt like yeah this is our time we can do this and this if we do it right we can get there so after condemning the security organs the other thing i need to talk about how the rioters conduct them conducted themselves i saw a group of young youths in the videos that were shared forcing people put off their yellow t-shirts even when they didn't have anything related to the 
the NRM NRM party were a bit harassed, which wasn't fair. And in some places, people were stopping vehicles, people were rooting, some hooligans were beating up people because of their. Uh, they could connect them to their backgrounds, their tribes, which wasn't okay. And the other thing, some people went beyond what was expected, what could be okay, what could be fair. Because now if you are forcing out, if, if, if you start up such riots with a target, because according to what we are getting, some people were like, this is the best way we can force out the leader. But at the end, the leader got an excuse that these people are misbehaving. These people are criminals. So that's why I think they had to use a lot of energy. Just imagine looking at a young man, energetic, attacking a police officer using a hammer. And that police officer wasn't holding a, a gun, according to my observation. The police officer was just clearing the road, removing uh, the, 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 the tires and the boxes that they had put to burn. But this young man comes up with a hammer, with a lot of anger, planning to, like he wanted to, to take away the life of the security officer which wasn't a good image. So I feel like we can avoid such situations if our leaders think beyond, think above their souls. They should engage. We need to have a balance. This is an election. And by the way, it's uh, uh, all the parties are gaining there is a way they can gain. Because when I look at the opposition candidate, the person who was arrested, he gained a lot of sympathy. People were like, if this could happen, what is are we waiting for? We need to do this. And then when you look at the government, they had a t- I think this intimidation scores, scores them some points. Because now people are like, if we don't vote for him, what if we don't vote for the for, for, for the current president, what will happen? What will happen? And we're going to lose our lives. So they get intimidated and they feel like let us just settle for this person to avoid what to avoid the the, 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 the bad situation that could come in after their loss. So I think Uganda can do better. Politically, we need political hygiene. This can be sorted. We can have a peaceful transfer of power, if possible, through the constitutional way. We can have respect for one another. Let us put aside our ego. 
if these people do not if the leaders do not put aside their ego this country is heading somewhere we cannot control yeah that's my submission i think it can get better and lastly to everyone listening in do you think that these riots and security's response foretell the post-election climate of 2021 in Uganda? And should we expect more of this or less or even none of it come 2021 after the elections are concluded? Tell me what you think. And I shall sample your views on our next episode. Thank you for listening in. And you can still increase our audience if you too share the link of the show or this very episode to your friends, family, or any other citizen. Because the show is about the citizens. So that is how we end today's show. Thanks for listening in. Adios.